0: prevention, and women's health.
1: Welcome to the Access Health Radio Show. I'm Dr. Brian Forrest, and this week we will be talking about women's health with our special guest, Melissa Smith, a board-certified nurse practitioner on Access Health Radio.
0: And I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us here, and would like to take a moment to acknowledge the companies that support our program.
1: Thanks to Marley Drug and Winston-Salem for supporting our show. They mail order generic medications directly to your home with free shipping, often at costs that are much lower than even the big box pharmacies. You can check them out at marleydrug.com, that's M-A-R-L-E-Y drug.com. We'd also like to thank We Care Pharmacy of Apex for sponsoring our tip of the week. You can check them out at wecarepharmacyapex.com. Folks, there are really good about customer service and they even do local delivery. And we'd also like to thank Wake Family Eye Care and Dr. Badwan, who sponsor Access Health Radio Trivia. You can check them out at wakefamilyeyecare.com and their number is 919-859-0777.
0: Dr. Forrest, why don't you go ahead and introduce our special guest for today?
1: Thanks, Mike. Uh, Melissa Smith is a board certified nurse practitioner. Uh, She serves patients in the Holly Springs, Cary and Apex areas. She has a special interest in women's health and the prevention of chronic disease, and also in aesthetic and cosmetic laser procedures. Uh, She is taking new primary care and laser patients right now. Melissa, it's great to have you on the show and to discuss some of your expertise in the area of women's health. Uh, Like myself, she also practices in the direct primary care model, meaning instead of charging copays and filing insurance, she just charges a flat monthly rate. And that includes things like physicals visits labs and primary care services like ekgs and cryosurgery and visits for no extra cost so whether you have insurance or not it costs under 70 dollars per month to have melissa provide you with some great primary care
2: thanks dr forrest it's a pleasure to be on the show
1: so melissa even though we have been doing this show for six years now We've never really focused on women's health. I'm a little embarrassed about that. So I'm glad you're here today. Can you tell us some about uh, the importance of preventative things that women need to do to stay healthy?
2: Sure. So of course, all women should be eating a good diet. We should be exercising, getting our sleep, working on stress reduction. But also on top of that, some really important preventative screenings we can do are mammograms, pap smears, and then annual exams.
1: And generally speaking, when should we expect women to get those uh, preventative tests you mentioned done?
2: Yep. So mammograms, so these are just going to be general guidelines put out by the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force. Um, So if you have strong family history or any other risk factors, uh, you can schedule an appointment with me and I'd be happy to come up with personalized recommendations for you. But again, these are just general. So for mammograms, you're going to want to go when you turn 50, you'll go every two years up until 74. And then for pap smears, you start them at the age of 21 and you'll go every three years until you're 29. Once you turn 30, you can actually go to every five years as long as we also do um, something called HPV co-testing, which is just in addition to your pap smear. And then that allows you to go every five years. Of course, depends on results. Um, And you'll have one until you turn 65. And then with annual exams, those are just something you'll do every year with a provider, so we'll listen to your heart and lungs, we'll look at your eyes, look at your skin, Um, and then we can, at those visits, address things if you're, you know, pre-diabetic or at risk for high blood pressure, high cholesterol, we can work on some lifestyle changes to prevent those from becoming chronic diseases.
1: And and you mentioned the HPV subtyping. Can you can you tell the audience a little bit more about what that HPV test is for and why if it's negative we get to extend it to 5 years?
2: Sure. So the human papillomavirus there's actually a vaccine for that now called Gardasil. Um, but That hasn't been around all that long. So especially women in their 30s, 40s, probably haven't had it. Um, So what the HPV co-testing does is it's just in addition to a pap smear. And so it's not really extra testing for the woman. It's nothing else for her. We take it off the same sample. And it actually will look at different types of HPV. And so you have strains of HPV. Um, And certain ones cause cervical cancer. And so it looks for those high risk strains. And if you're negative for those, then what that tells us is that that virus is not in your system when we do this test. And so you're not really at risk for cervical cancer at that time. However, if that result comes back and it's positive, then that typically means we'll end up doing some further testing.
0: And thanks very much, Melissa. We'll talk with Melissa Smith, a board-certified nurse practitioner, again in just a moment. But Dr. Forrest, it's time right now for our Access Health Tip of the Week.
1: Well, it's no surprise the tip of the week this week has to do with women's health. And uh, it's important to know that breast cancer in women and colon cancer are actually the leading cause of cancer deaths. Uh, And making sure that you're getting your colonoscopy and mammograms are really the best way to prevent those or at least to catch them early enough that, you know, medically something can be done to treat them. Uh, Both tests cause some mild discomfort and inconvenience but it's worth saving your life and possibly preventing the need for chemotherapy, radiation, or even surgery.
0: Now, straight ahead, we're going to talk more with certified family nurse practitioner, Melissa Smith and Dr. Brian Forrest to discuss women's health and disease prevention. Straight ahead on Access Health Radio. We are talking women's health and prevention today here on Access Health Radio with board certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest, and our special guest, board certified nurse practitioner,
1: Melissa Smith. Uh, Melissa, you know, we've been talking about women's health um, and we've covered a lot of good information so far, but what are some other things that are special considerations for women uh, in terms of their health issues?
2: Sure. So women are at a greater risk for osteoporosis. And part of that is we're just typically smaller than most men. So our bones are not as dense. Um, We don't typically carry as much weight. And then as we age, of course, we start to lose bone density. And there's quite a few things that affect that. So um, weight-bearing exercise is a great way to prevent osteoporosis. Um, Your calcium and vitamin D intake can also help with that. So exercise, diet, again, at the Basic of everything. Um, and then we'll also look at some risk factors. So, smoking puts you at risk for osteoporosis, long term use of steroids. So, if you've ever been on corticosteroids for any long term um, time, that puts you at more risk. And then um, alcohol intake can also affect that. So for women, they technically should not have more than a serving of alcohol a day. Um, We consider this an ounce. So whether it's a shot, one beer or one glass of wine, um, these can be detrimental to a woman's health if we do more than that. And again, this just primarily has to do with our body size. So again, women are not as big as men. And so we just really, things like that will tend to affect us more.
1: Right. And there's, um, you know, there's also some other considerations for women who are older, especially, you know, once they get around menopause. So could you talk some about those?
2: Sure. So our hormones tend to change, obviously, as we age. And once you hit menopause, you see that dropping off of estrogen. Um, And estrogen kind of sometimes can get a bad rep, but it's really a great hormone. And so once we kind of lose that, it puts us more at risk for osteoporosis. We'll also see women start to have hot flashes. And anyone who's ever been through this, you know, I watched my mom go through it. Um, You just see a lot of changes in your body. And so we do have medical treatments that can help with some of those. Again, those are really individualized and personalized treatments. So I always recommend coming in, talking to us. We can figure out what's actually going to work for you. And we can discuss risks, benefits, all of that to make sure you know what is best for you.
1: And I know women sometimes are also, in addition to their health, uh, they're concerned about some of those effects of aging like fine lines, cellulite. And also, as you mentioned, after menopause, those hormonal changes can cause sort of a redistribution in where we store fat um, around the abdomen and hips, uh, you know, compared to to where women stored it before menopause. Um, Is there anything that we can do to help with those concerns?
2: Sure. So, I, you know, of course, I'm always going to recommend a healthy diet and lifestyle. Exercise is going to be your best friend at any time in life. Um, I really believe that's the fountain of youth. But <laughs> there's also a lot of great technologies now that help us look and feel our best. Um, and I'm all for that. I think everybody should have the option to look and feel their best. So at the office, we have a couple of different lasers that can help with all some of these problems that you mentioned, um, if not all of them. Again, everybody's individual. So we'll have you come in. We'll create a plan for you. But our office actually has a sculpture laser which is a non-invasive medical laser device that can remove 25% body fat in a given area with just 25 minute treatments with no downtime, Um, 25 minute treatments. So again, these are pretty painless. Um, Sometimes they feel like a little prick just depending on what you're getting. Um, And they're quick and they have no downtime. So that means no time off work. You don't have to worry about the way you look when you go out. Um, Some people will even do it on their lunch break and sometimes they're called lunch break lasers
1: right and what about some of the other technology that um, can help patients with things like the cellulite and the fine lines and things like that
2: sure so there's another device called TempSure, and it's radio frequency technology so it is fda approved Um, which means there's been quite a bit of research on it. It has been approved to tighten skin. It can help reduce fine lines and it can improve the appearance of cellulite. Um, A lot of times we'll see patients who get quick benefits with this. um, And we've had people come in, you know, for a quick treatment and they see results really quick. And then they'll head out for, you know, their weekend, whether they have a big event coming up, like a family wedding, a class reunion. Um, They are also, this is also a non-invasive procedure. Um, We keep people comfortable, and it usually takes less than 30 minutes. So again, you could do it on your lunch break. Um, We also have a device called the Icon device that reduces scars. Um, It helps with the effects of deeper wrinkles. Um, So we actually recently had a patient come in and had it done on her lower face. She was really concerned about some deep set wrinkles. And to be completely honest, I was Totally blown away by her results. So, we'll have to show um, before and after pictures, you know, of course, with her pr- approval, but um, she had wonderful results. And then we also can remove unwanted um, pigment on the face. So, that's just some of those sunspots or brown spots you see. Um, and these are typically, so we tend to offer them a little bit more affordable than most places like med spas. Um, and again, part of that is just being access healthcare and offering affordable treatments.
1: Yeah, and I know that one of the things that's totally unfair is uh, the fact that uh, cellulite happens pretty much exclusively in women, and uh, it's actually kind of interesting. It has to do with just the pattern that fat is laid down into and how it how it layers, and so unfortunately, uh, women, it's another burden they have. Even sometimes women who do watch their weight and who are healthy and exercise, they'll have this appearance of cellulite. And it just has to do with sort of how the, the structure of the skin is holding up, it, not necessarily them being overweight. But um, I know a lot of people do have success with reducing that as well.
2: Yeah. So, um, I'll be totally transparent. I work out five to six days a week. I watch what I eat. Um, and I, I still have a little bit of cellulite. So again, yeah, 100%, some of that is just out of our control. So I've actually done a lot of research on these lasers, um, as well as other things, just because sometimes, like you said, no matter how hard, you know, you work out or you eat well, some of that stuff is just that part of it is a little bit out of our hands.
1: Right. And I, and I have um, a lot of experience with those technologies, and they really do work great. And I think the thing that most patients like the best is, is uh, that it's not invasive. You know, there's a lot of procedures, tummy tucks and plastic surgery and things people can do that, that help, but that requires surgery. And surgery always requires recovery. And, you know, these just don't require any downtime. Um, are there um, any other big issues that, um, you know, our listeners should know about women's health?
2: Um, So I think kind of a hot topic lately has been genetic testing, right? So we have seen some of that in the news with different celebrities. We do currently offer some genetic testing, um, and it can look for things like your risk for breast cancer, ovarian, uterine cancer. Um, And again, we don't necessarily recommend these for everyone, but people with a strong family history of these cancers, we can definitely do the testing. Um, And then some of the more known gene mutations that we can test for are the BRCA1 and BRCA2, which a lot of women know have been associated with breast cancer. Um, And that's actually the one for anyone who may keep up with this kind of stuff. Angelina Jolie uh, decided to have a preventative mastectomy based on her high risk, um, her high genetic risk for breast cancer based on the results of that.
1: Right. And I know that, um, you know, when she had it done, she, uh, she talked about the testing, but it was also very, very expensive. I mean, I think each gene was like $500 or more each. Um, and I know that the, the company that, um, you know, that you'll be using to do this testing, um, people can get all of those genetic mutations, not just BRCA1 and BRCA2, done for worst-case scenario around $250. So it really makes it affordable um, for more people as well.
0: All right. Thanks so much, Melissa, and thanks, Dr. Forrest. Straight ahead, we're going to summarize some of these keys to women's health that we've been discussing today. And of course, trivia of the week, well, it wouldn't be Access Health Radio without it. We're talking women's health today with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest, and board-certified nurse practitioner, Melissa Smith on Access Health Radio. Dr. Forrest?
1: Uh, Melissa, I know that uh, women have lots of concerns, and one of those concerns is about their medication cost. Um, Do you know some websites or some other resources or tools that women can use to keep their cost of medications down?
2: Yeah, of course. Um, So I think everybody should comparison shop for medications in your area. Um, I think that's just the best way to do it. So there's a website called ahdrx.com. Again, that's ahdrx.com. And it's a great site that will print coupons. Um, You can compare prices at pharmacies near you. So it just kind of gives you an idea of what's going on all around you, and you can pick the best price for you.
1: Right. And then there's also, if uh, in some cases, patients can't afford their medications and, you know, you can fill out patient assistance forms. Now, I know at our office, we fill out patient assistance forms for patients uh, and basically just have them sign their page and that kind of thing. But if um, if your physician doesn't fill that out, um, then people can go to needymeds.com and they can print the applications themselves uh, for most things. And, and you'd be surprised. A lot of times patients tell me they don't think they would qualify for that. Uh, but it turns out that most people making less than 75 to a hundred thousand dollars per year can get even the most expensive brand name medications sent directly to them by the manufacturer. And they'll usually only have to reapply for that once a year. So, uh, it's just important to take, take advantage of those resources. All right, Dr. Forrest time now for the access health trivia of the week. You know, there are now more than 2,500 direct primary care practices in the United States. In 2005, there were only six, including myself. And direct primary care is now the fastest growing new model of primary care delivery and Consumer Reports Magazine says it's a top five money move to go to a direct primary care provider. That being said, Melissa is a direct primary care provider as well and is taking new patients as I hear. (laughs) That's right. So what are the key takeaways for our show today on women's health, Melissa?
2: Yeah, of course. So first and foremost, just wanna make sure that you get your preventative screening done. So your mammograms, pap smears, and colonoscopies. Um, These are just the most important way that you can prevent cancer. Most cancers don't necessarily have symptoms until it's almost too late. So these are the best way to just go ahead and check things out early. Second, of course, a healthy lifestyle is always going to be important. The number one killer of women is cardiovascular disease. So it's important to control blood pressure, cholesterol, and reduce our sugar intake. Um, And then third, if you are interested in rolling back the clock with cosmetic lasers or procedures, or you want to talk about some cellulite, you haven't been able to treat anything like that, um, we have new technology that's non-invasive, safe, and effective, um, and I'd love to do a consult with you. And lastly, make sure that you have a primary care provider you see at least once a year. This is just a great way to be established with somebody, someone who knows you, can help you come up with a plan so that you can live your best life. Um, A lot of people think they don't need a doctor until they're sick. Um, but we really, at Access Healthcare, we're really big about preventing things, so we want to get things early, Um, and so come see us. Uh, If you want to schedule an appointment with me, you can give Whitney a call at 919-363-0190 to get that scheduled, or you can send an email to questions at acchealth.com.
1: Hopefully, you'll be able to use this information for the women in your family. Thanks to our special guest today, Melissa Smith, a board-certified nurse practitioner. We really appreciate you being on the show today.
2: Thanks so much for having me, Dr. Forrest. I really enjoyed it.
1: And our scripture today for the week comes from Exodus 15, 26. Worship the Lord your God, and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show, and we look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.